Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. So glad that you are with us today because we are talking about something that is just so cool and it's right here in our own community. It is the new rehabilitation pavilion at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. And it is really, really cutting edge, innovative. It has the coolest stuff. They built it from the ground up. It's a sparkling new five-story tower, 74,000 square feet. My guests today are Laura Magnuson, Director of All Rehabilitation Services for the hospital system. Also, Maria Rowan, who is the supervisor for inpatient rehab. So we have two of the bosses here who are telling us about the coolest stuff. And they're so geeked out about it, like I am, because it's just so fun. We were talking during the commercial break about one of the really neat looking things called an exoskeleton. It kind of looks like... Uh, uh, an Iron Man kind of a thing that you you strap into. And we're going to find out about that. But first, we want to find out what is on every single floor because so much planning and detail and attention has gone into every floor. So, Laura, tell us what is on each floor. Heidi, on the ground floor is a mobility garden that um, offers uh, patients and families a place to go outside. It's undercover. It's fully gated and fenced. Uh, it offers potting beds and different surfaces to walk or wheel on. So for community transitions home, that kind of thing, the surfaces you find in our community, pavers, flagstone, shell, pea gravel, et cetera, you can find in the mobility garden. Um, so, and then there's a vestibule and a lobby. So then you go up to the third floor. What's in the second? The, there is no second because our ground floor has to have a taller ceiling to allow assisted living buses, SCAT Plus buses, et cetera, to come through. There's parking mm. on the ground floor for our outpatients. Um, and so... So the first floor is two stories high. That's correct. Okay. Uh, or just shy of two stories. Um, and so then the third floor, you have our outpatient rehab, which is currently located in the Heart and Vascular Building off of Waldemere Street. So the staff there are very excited to move over to the third floor um, and be able to expand their programs. So we will offer a full-fledged neuro rehab like we do on our Clark Road campus, as well as orthopedics, pelvic floor, uh, lymphedema, medical massage, and a few other uh, programs. Okay, so that's all third floor? Yes. Okay. On the fourth and fifth floor, those are both our inpatient rehab facility floors. Those are our inpatient rehab patient rooms. Uh, two gyms, one on each floor, two ADL apartments or training apartments that are um, mocked up like a residential condo uh, where you can work on those skills you need to return home, whether it's being able to prep a meal for yourself, a residential type bathtub, um, uh, laundry. Do you uh, get to stay there? Uh, eventually we may, we would probably have people, we used to do that and have people stay in our apartments for a night uh, with their families while they had the safety net of our nurses. Just to get um, back into a a feeling of what it will be like when they are released and go home. Work out any, what do we do ifs and how are we going to do this? Um, And so that's something that we built into that, the ability to do that in the future. Um, So, because it does help and not everybody needs to do that, but when you, when you're kind of nervous about going home or you're not sure if you're ready, it's a great opportunity. Um, In addition, uh, I think I'd mentioned there's an inpatient gym on the fourth floor and the fifth floor. There's beautiful dining rooms on both the fourth and fifth floor, and they incorporate a family lounge, um, which has some really nice comfy chairs some TVs for movie night or some educational um, DVDs, a piano. And we have a lot of people, we, we know music is therapy. And so we have a beautiful piano on each of the fourth and fifth floor dining room to allow um, staff and patients and family members um, to play a little music. 
Okay, so uh, this is just, it sounds like a resort almost, but of course the whole point of going there is to rehab and to get better. But it's very important too that you feel comfortable in your surroundings. And since you might have your family members staying there with you for a period of time, this is important to include them. And tell us about that environment, Maria, how that helps the patient when the loved ones are there and when it's an engaging environment, not just during the therapy session, but the whole time you're staying there. How does that help? Well, I think it's important to remember that the patient is not the, their diagnosis. They're mother, father, brother, sister, and um, the families are very much involved. It's an, it's an emotional time. It's It can be a very scary time. Um, and most of the time we find family members really want to help. They just don't know what to do. And so allowing them to be able to be there from day one all the way through, we're able to answer all of their questions, help with their anxiety help them to also feel prepared for when mom and dad or whoever comes home, that they're going to know what to do. They're going to know how to help or maybe not to help because we want this patient to be as independent as possible. So you have family members who either, you know, they want to overdo or underdo. They just don't know. And, you know, we, we try to remember most people don't have some of this medical knowledge. And so that's part of our job is to also educate all of them so they can understand and they can be better prepared as well to be able to answer some questions maybe if the patient has when they go home and to really be able to assist. But you need to be there and see transfers, see how they walk, see how they move, how are they eating, all of those things so that you're really able to get the big picture so that someone's really safely able to transition out from inpatient back to their regular living. And then how long is a typical stay? So how long would a patient be there typically and a family member? Most patients are there about two to three weeks. It depends on diagnosis. Orthopedic patients, depending upon how complex, are often there a week to a week and a half. Um, Some of our neurological patients, again, because usually more complexity and more functional um, deficits that need to be educated through and dealt with, they can be often there two to three. Okay, so it's going to be inpatient, but it sounds like there's also some outpatient rehab that will happen there? Well, yes. So our inpatient rehab, when you're transitioning home, um, most people still need to continue in outpatient therapy. Sarasota Memorial has five outpatient therapy clinics, two which offer neurological rehab once we open on Monday, one at Clark Road and one at the Pavilion. Um, But the staff is separate, but still part of the continuum. And so inpatient rehab patients um, can utilize the outpatient gym. If a therapist thinks that the equipment in the outpatient gym is something that this person's ready for, because um, it's a little bit different, it it's, tends to be when you are recovering a little bit more, they can certainly um, go down and use that. Vice versa, the same. If we have somebody who's in outpatient rehab and they're very complex, maybe a very complex stroke or spinal cord injury, and there's a piece of equipment that the therapist knows would benefit this patient, they can come up to the other gyms and utilize that. So um, it's something that many rehab facilities as they build new are looking at kind of that intermingling. Mm -hmm. All right. So you could transition from inpatient to the outpatient right there. But what if you you have already done rehab somewhere else and and you're doing okay, but now at some point, it's six months or nine months or a year after you've had some sort of big rehabilitation, you need some outpatient therapy. Can you also go to the tower? Absolutely. The pavilion. What do you call it? You call it the pavilion? The rehab pavilion. Rehabilitation pavilion is the official title. Does it have a nickname yet? Um, The pavilion. Pavilion. The pavilion. Okay. We'll call it the PAV. Um, no, yeah, the we, PAV. no, we won't. We won't. Yeah. But we'll we'll think of something great for it. And I'm sure it'll just develop over the years. So so there is also something I want to bring up. You were talking about some people might have neurological rehabbing that needs to be done. Tell me typically 
who needs neurological rehabilitation if you've had a stroke Absolutely. or what else? Okay, so neurological rehab is, is kind of the mainstay for inpatient rehab. It's really because inpatient rehab requires physician visits at an inpatient level. And so neuro, neurologically um, or neuro, neurological diagnoses tend to be very complicated, especially those significant strokes. Also brain injury, traumatic brain injury or non-traumatic brain injury. Um, oh, April, I think, is uh, Traumatic Brain Injury yes. Awareness Month. Yes, it Coming is. Up. Yeah. Yep. Um, spinal cord injury, whether that's from a car accident or whether that's from an infection um, or a spinal cord tumor, um, that's very complex. There's a lot of medical needs. There's a lot of rehabilitative needs, depending on the level. It's Parkinson disease, multiple sclerosis, Guillain-Barre. Um, so what, all kinds of neurological all conditions. Kinds of neurological. All right. So it might be neurological patients. Who else might need to go to the five-story pavilion? Uh, your cancer patient, your cancer survivor, um, again, it could be brain or spinal cord tumors. It could be that you've just had extensive surgeries, extensive radiation, chemotherapy, and that toll, as we all know, is um, can be significant. It's also you tend to be medically complicated. You're on a lot of different medicines. It impacts other you know systems and et cetera. And of course, we know that cancer and cancer treatments can be very um, you can be very exhausted. Um, but it's the functional limitations. It could be to be an inpatient rehab, besides the medical necessity from a physiatry, a physical medicine and rehab doctor, you also need to require at least two disciplines, one of which might be physical therapy or occupational therapy and one other discipline. Okay, so, so we're really talking about people who've had some sort of um, uh, orthopedic surgery people who've maybe uh, a dramatic orthopedic surgery, maybe someone who's been in an accident, maybe someone who's had a stroke or has other neurological conditions, and maybe someone who's gone through cancer. Are there any other typical people who might be coming through? Yes, cardiothoracic. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a wonderful cardiothoracic program at Sarasota Memorial, and those, com those surgeries can be very complicated. That person may have had multiple cardiac procedures. Now, would they be staying there? They would stay in our, they would be discharged from the acute hospital and admitted to the inpatient rehab to continue their medical care, which is another beautiful thing about the pavilion that the doctors that see you at Sarasota Memorial have full access to the pavilion um, and full access to your medical record. And so they frequently consult and come see you or at least um, go through your medical record, make sure you're progressing, call one of our physiatrists, talk to them about it. Um, so it's a really nice safety net when you have a complicated, whether it's cancer or stroke or Parkinson. Uh, or cardiothoracic, that your doctors um, can be there. It's really improving the one-stop shopping. It really is. I, I mean, wonderful. All right, well, let's tell everybody again what's happening. So this weekend, Memorial is having the grand opening of the Rehabilitation Pavilion. It is a five-story tower. It is on the Sarasota campus, which is right along US 41, between US 41 and Osprey, right near Arlington and Hyde Park. And it is a huge campus, and now it has this beautiful sparkling building. 